grab your chimichangas and come dig into this episode of Cinematic Protastic. We're talking Deadpool 2. Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I uh, can't do a two without Electric Boogaloo. It is and, kind of impossible to well, not and it, say. It fits for this movie, too, because it's all about pop culture. and yeah. So, there yeah. you go. This we, is Cinematic Protastic. Welcome back. <laughs> we just went meta. Yes, we did. I'm Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Philip. <laughs> so, <coughs> we're talking Deadpool 2. Uh it's a sequel, obviously, to the first Deadpool. Kind of, <laughs> in it's case a, you didn't a, know, it's a sequel to and knowing Gone with half the Wind. The battle. Do, do, do. Um, isn't that the, <laughs> isn't that the music they played after it? Or no, that's the more you know the ABC. <laughs> so yeah, you're quoting GI Joe. Well, yeah, I'm, yeah. The the GI Joe line is from GI Joe, but like I'm mixing that. The more public you know. service announcement with the more you know, which has like the star going across the screen, like the more you know, bang bang bang. I don't know. I don't think they still do those anymore, do they? <laughs> I haven't seen one in a while. But uh, so Deadpool two, yes, the sequel to Deadpool. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, let's move past that. Um, the first one, rated R, proved that you could do a superhero movie and make it rated R because they've tried it before and it didn't really do too well. Um, or, well, rated R movies in general don't really rake in the money because unfortunately the majority of people who go to see movies are technically under the age of 18 or 17, whatever the age limit is for rated R movies. And so... If a movie company wants to make a big bang for their buck, they usually try not to slap on a rated R rating. Um, but they basically said, screw you, which is something Deadpool would do. <laughs> well, the, and the, it worked. They, they, I think also had the, the, the realization that they, now there wasn't a Deadpool movie before, but there's the Deadpool character was introduced in a previous movie and they did it in a way that it wasn't uh it wasn't really the 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 character of Deadpool because it was a PG-13 or maybe it was PG, I don't know yeah. what the rating was. Well, they also did some weird stuff and like gave him new powers and the whole point of Deadpool is he's he's a loudmouth and he talks too much and they sewed his mouth shut <laughs> so so they basically was like here's deadpool and it's not deadpool <laughs> it's like it's like if if you said here's wolverine but he has rubber duckies for claws you know it's just like not his character <laughs> although that might be an interesting movie <laughs> hey bub <laughs> 
Maybe, maybe if uh, Ryan Reynolds convinces uh, Hugh Jackman to return as Wolverine, you know, maybe, maybe you know. the 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 future is always out there and and un unwritten. So very much. But uh, I really enjoyed. I have the luxury of I just saw Deadpool. Yeah. Uh, so it's fresh on my mind. Uh, I don't know when, how long it's been since you saw it. It's a couple weeks, two three weeks. Yeah. Uh, for me. I thought it was fantastic. It's it's one of those movies where, you know, it's it is doing very successful, but it's not a movie for everybody by any means, uh, because it does get very vulgar. It gets gratuitous in some of its violence and the uh, stuff that they do between you know the 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 lead characters um but it's it's you know and and coming you know with with our background we we have certain characters in in the the comic book world that we know the ins and outs of for the most part deadpool is one that you know i've, I've never read his comics never really have understood the whole you know Merc with a mouth uh so for me his original iteration in wolverine origins i mean yeah i I think i understood i was like this isn't the right character but i don't know if it was necessarily a oh you ruined you know (laughs) yeah because i like i said i you know I, i i had a if the people at home could see your dancing, you just did. <laughs> and I did it again, yes. hoping they could see. No one's going to um, see it. <laughs> but but, uh, but no, it it's Ryan Reynolds. You know, maybe maybe you know down the road, he will find another role that fits him. But I don't think he will. Um, he I, he will he will do other roles, but. For him, the Deadpool character is going to be what's on his obituary. Deadpool died today. Yeah, you know? yeah, he, he's um, definitely going to be known for this role. He's, he, he's well, definitely... and I, I think part of it is is the way that people understand the Deadpool character. Ryan Reynolds, just in real life, is like yeah. <laughs> very much like the Deadpool character. Yeah, um, you know, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, he'll probably. You know, this is not a movie that'll ever be up for awards, but I think his portrayal. You know, maybe maybe he can't be up for war, up for awards because it. I don't feel like it's necessarily. He's not doing acting. He's just being. He's just being <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Just being so. Yeah, how many actors are just being themselves and then they get awarded for it? You yeah. Know, like, but um, so yeah, it's. It's interesting because yeah, you just saw it today, and I, I purposefully didn't say a thing about the movie because I didn't want to skew you one way or the other. Because like, if I said it was good, you'd go in like, "Oh, Andrew liked it," and you're like, "Oh, well, this it wasn't that was good." Right. And if I said it was bad, you're like, "Oh, Andrew didn't like this," and then you might start nitpicking it or whatever. So I purposefully didn't say anything, and I think it's interesting that you liked it because mm, I you didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a horrible film. I I didn't leave it like going like I wasted my money or whatever, but I was I felt cheated 
because uh, for a couple things. One is that I think the first Deadpool was so good because it's like no other film uh, in its genre. You know, we've gotten, um, you know, there's at that point, there's like 12 or 13 Marvel movies out. They all kind of follow the same formula. The, you know, birth of a hero, the hero suffers and loses faith and then rises back up. That's kind of the same model that most superhero movies take. And <coughs> Marvel's doing a pretty good job of keeping it fresh by introducing other things. But in the, in the, in the end, it's almost the same movie. A lot of people criticize Doctor Strange as being Iron Man without the suit. And it, it kind of it kind of is, but um, you know it introduces magic instead, so it's it has a bit of a fresh take on it. And so I think that's why Deadpool one worked. Deadpool two, I felt like it was just too similar to the first one. Um, and but my biggest complaint, and I I, I get why they did it. It makes sense. It it does you know, kind of, you know, counterintuitive to my, to my gripe is that they, they doing something outside of the mold. But in this one instance, I wish they didn't do outside of the mold. In the movie, they introduced the X-Force team, which is, uh, <laughs> I knew you were going to have a gripe about this. <laughs> <laughs> they introduced the X-Force team which people have been wanting to have a movie for them f- for a while. Now, I, like you said, I don't know anything about Deadpool. I didn't even know he was on X-Force. Um, I don't know a whole lot about the X-Force either, but they introduced Shatterstar. It's a character I still don't know a whole lot about, but I had an action figure of him for a long time, and for some reason I just have an attachment to that character. Because the action figure was a pretty cool-looking action figure. And I... You know, remember doing battles and whatever with the action figures with that with that particular character. So I was like, "Sweet, we're gonna find out what this guy can do. I'm gonna see him on on TV or on screen, and it's gonna be awesome." And he literally introduces himself and dies. <laughs> and at the time when the scene was happening, I was laughing and it was funny. But then when it was over, it was like. Seriously, <laughs> you got rid of them for a joke, <laughs> and it like I, I, it's one of those things. Like I, I get why they did it. It makes sense, but I pissed off that they did it. <laughs> like I said, <laughs> as soon as you started saying, I, 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 that scene when when that whole scene happened, uh, and it was it was when. <laughs> When Shatterstar bit the dust, I, I I thought inside I was like, Andrew didn't like that part, <laughs> and, I, and I I can I can sympathize and I can agree. It was it I thought it was strange to here's their introduction and then, I mean it's it's not even five minutes later, but they're all dead. Yeah, except like, I mean, for. Like- Except for the Domino character, like I said, it, it makes sense as as a comedic time. Like, yeah, you know, in a big superhero movie, you introduce this superhero team, and they all bite the dust. It for this kind of movie, it made sense. It fits. 
I just didn't like it. <laughs> and it kind of pissed me off. And then just in general, just kind of the, the whole time travel story element didn't really make sense to me. And and the cable character, I felt like they could have done a little bit more. And maybe maybe it's, you know, just re- like, like a week or two before this Avengers Infinity War came out. And Josh Brolin plays Thanos and Cable, uh, the both the villains of this movie, of these two movies. And so maybe I was just on a high from Avengers Infinity War. I don't know. Uh, but uh, I just felt like he could have done more. May, not necessarily he could have, I felt like the movie could have done more with the character. I, his portrayal was fine. I didn't have a problem with that. But I felt like the Cable character could have could have been a little bit better portrayed maybe mm-hmm. i don't know but i don't, I mean, I don't know like I, don't, I said it, it's it's more fresh on my mind so I, you know i haven't had a time to to you know really dig into it i've i've i have done some research you know looked up the you know the easter eggs and whatnot but uh no, at, at having the, it, having it be so fresh you've had time to think about it i'm yeah. still you know processing and uh can start nitpicking at it i guess a little bit more uh, as far as like the characters though, I thought <clears throat> that, you know, it, it was interesting because the type of movie that it, you know, especially on the first one and this one too, there's a lot of comedy. There's a lot of slapstick. Uh, this one I felt though, they were able to inject a lot more heartfelt scenarios so to speak yeah the relationship between him and his his wife that uh uh happened in the i don't know if that was limbo or daydreaming or whatever oh yeah uh, or even before which that that i thought was uh when you know they killed off her character too i was like that's yeah i was a little shocked with that one um um and then the 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 portrayal of the the relationship between Deadpool and Russell I can't remember what his superhero name was but the kid oh, the little kid yeah. um, you know it 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 was surp- not 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 surprising I think that's the wrong word but when you go into the when you go into a Deadpool movie you're not expecting like uh, a tug at the heartstrings and I felt like this one did that but it did it in a way that fit the movie it wasn't like why why are they trying to tug at my heart this is Deadpool yeah. he should be fun you know yeah um, and it, but but I think overall it's 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 the com- the comedy is what I think I enjoy the most in the Deadpool movies and the the jokes about you know and like <laughs> when he's Walk, walking through the ex Xavier School X Mansion, and he's like, "Really? They can't afford more X Men? I get caught." And then he turns around, and looks this way, and behind him, it's the actual cast uh, yeah, <laughs> from uh, the other X Men movies. Uh, uh, yeah, James the McAvoy, characters. and they're yeah. like, he Beast turns around, and closes the doors. Yeah, <laughs> you know, um, trying to hide from him. But basically. I, I, they. They have, I, they, I think they've captured that aspect of the, you know, being so, you know, f- breaking the fourth wall, 
and making fun of himself, the franchise, other franchises. Yeah. You know, it, 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 it fits very well. And if they keep doing it, you know, it, it, hopefully it doesn't get old. Yeah. Cause I think it's a fun and, character. And that's, that's the thing I'm, I'm a little worried about. Cause yeah, I, I felt like this one, you know, they, they did the first one and everybody was like, everybody liked it. It made a lot of money and like, Oh, people like this. And so then they, they push, they push the envelope and go a little bit further. And I felt like in some of this stuff, they, they kind of went maybe a little too far. Um, you know, you mentioned that earlier. Um, but not necessarily like I wasn't offended or anything. I wasn't, didn't leave like, Oh, they hurt my feelings. Um, but it just felt like, you know, I know it's rated R and, and you, you expect some violence and stuff, but I felt like there's some gore that wasn't necessary maybe, but, um, I, I can't really remember specifically now, but any particular scenes that kind of stuck out. But I think the main thing was just that, yeah, the, his, his shtick is that he breaks the fourth wall. He talks to the audience and he's constantly joking and that I'm worried can only work with, for one movie. <laughs> and, and like, you know, I'm, obviously he's, he's, a, he's got a successful run as a comic character. So apparently there's a way to make it work for multiple versions. And I don't know, maybe it works better on page than, than screen. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I just kind of felt like I had seen the movie already and there's kind of been some debate. The The director of the first one didn't direct the second one. Um, one of the directors was uh, from, I think he did John Wick, or at least produced it or something. Um, and not that there was a, not that I have a gripe with directing styles or whatever, but one of the rumors why, I think it's Tim Miller. Tim Miller the, did the first directed one. Directed the first one. One of the reasons that he didn't continue to do the second one was because he didn't like the direction that they were going as far as the story. Um, and so I kind of just kind of wonder what that could have been, um, what the other version might have been like. I don't know. But, um, you know, it was funny. I did laugh. I enjoyed it to a degree. But in the end, when I got home, I was like, Dang it. <laughs> they got rid of the X-Force. They got rid of Bob. <laughs> the guy that... Or no, it's not Bob. It's Peter. Bob is the guy from the first one. He's like fighting and like they stop. And he's like, Bob? And he pulls off his mask. He's like... Oh, yeah. You know, you know, he recognizes him. They have a quick conversation. He knocks and him he, out. And and apparently him. Bob is, a, is an actual character. He's not just something they made up for the movie. Uh, but yeah, Peter... I think, or it's a P name. It was the, Peter. Yeah. The guy that just answered the ad and showed up, um, <laughs> at the very least he should have survived, but, uh, but he didn't. Um, did you, you did stay through the, well, yeah, the okay, yeah. In the end of the okay. credits, they, yeah, they, they saved him. So based off of that, they could still do an X-Force movie and Shatterstar could come back. Yeah. And well, that's that what I was about to say is, you know, uh, they, they don't, show every character being saved they you know they show him coming back and saving peter um 
but uh uh that you know to go along with the the ending of it it I, there were a couple of small things i think about it that i really enjoyed you know um, the x-men movie universe they are constantly trying to fix what, <laughs> what brett ratner did with x-men 3 yeah um and they're always trying to fix what happened with x-men or wolverine origins <laughs> um you know and, and i think for a while they're just like well let's just you know let's take origins wolverine out of canon um but this one puts it back into canon <laughs> in a way uh, but as far as like, you know, fixing what happened or what Brett Ratner did, nothing against Brett Ratner, uh, but some of the choices he made for X-Men 3 weren't the best. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and nothing against Vinnie Jones, who was the first actor to portray Juggernaut. Yeah. You know, and I think in his case, he was, he was cast in the role. He did what they, he's like, well, I'll tell me what to do. I'll do it. Uh, I mean, I I think I enjoyed him as the Juggernaut, but Deadpool gets Juggernaut. I wouldn't say necessarily completely correct, but it's like that's Juggernaut. Yeah, um, he's a huge behemoth uh, of a character, and in in dead in in the X Men Three, Vinnie Jones is a big guy. But, but he's, he's not... He's just a normal guy. He's not big like the comic book character of Juggernaut. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm, I appreciate that they are introducing or reintroducing the Juggernaut. And he's more accurate to what that character should be. Yeah. Um, and that's that's another thing that, that I kind of... Just a small gripe I have with the first Deadpool is that they, they portrayed... Um, uh, Colossus that way as well and it's fine I'm not necessarily saying it's a bad thing to do but I did like the original actor's portrayal of Colossus in three movies he's he's in X-Men 2 uh, X-Men 3 and then um, I think the last time he was seen was in Days of Future Past and I thought he did a great job portraying the character and he looked great and you know yeah in the comics he's a behemoth of a guy but i kind of liked how they grounded him a little bit but he's still you know metal met, up and everything um and this one you never see what the guy looks like without his metal and he's you know much larger yeah and so i in that i was kind of like why like i don't understand why they have to have him that way um, to make it work, but well, that's, and the, you that's know, what they, they, they he speaks with a Russian accent, which the character in the first yeah. movies didn't. But I, you know, I I don't know if, but I, I guess I, if I'm going all crazy about a character I don't really know about named Shatterstar, then you know, Colossus is much more popular. So I, I guess I can see why they would do that. Well, and I, 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 I to be honest, I don't know. Does uh, does he speak with a Russian accent in the comics? I don't know. Um, how do you, how do you, how do you, he did in the cartoon. Did he? Yeah. So, um, uh, I, I can, I can agree, uh, on that character. I liked what they had before. 
Um, but you know, I, I can appreciate what they're doing with them in the Deadpool movies. But I would have, you know, that is one where where I'm like, you know, it, his 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 size, I don't think is as big of a factor uh, than that Juggernaut is. Juggernaut yeah. in the comics, because he his power comes from. Uh, uh, something very similar to like the Thor hammer. He he found something that gave him these powers, and it made him bigger than than life. Oh, I you didn't know. know. So that. it's 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 not just a some guy that's big, strong. I'm the Juggernaut. It's not just a mutant power. It's the uh, I. It's like the he's he's uh, he found the the crystal of Sidorak or something like that. Oh. Maybe I'm. <laughs> if I got that right, I am a nerd. Uh, but uh, nerd. But the the <laughs> the other thing that I I think I I appreciated is that that they are saying you know what Wolverine Origins <laughs> had its issues with uh, Deadpool two. Let's have a quick scene where we take care of that and we fix the issue. Yeah. Whether it's, whether you consider it fixed or not, I don't know. Uh, but I did read where the directors and the writers have said with a 100% certainty, according to, you know, things right now that could change, but they said that is Canon. It's official story is Deadpool used cables device to go back, to go back. But you know, the, the only, the only thing is, and I think the X-Men universe kind of ignores uh, this to a degree is timeline yeah their their consistency they, between they goes off a little yeah bit. so it, you know are they are they are we trying to say that the character of Deadpool appeared in Wolverine origins and is you know this I don't know because in that one, he goes through the Weapon X program. In the Deadpool movies, he goes through another program, which maybe it's related to Weapon X. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so it's you know they, the the X Men universe. I think everybody just kind of knows. They kind of play with the timeline and they don't really explain it. <laughs> they, just, um, they just use what works yeah. for them. Well, and that and the fact that movie. the fact that the the younger version of the X Men appear in that cameo scene behind behind him i'm like okay because they never really say where deadpool is in the timeline you know in, in the first true. one you know you, you you do see colossus but who knows and you know he, that, he does say something about xavier and he's like which one mcavoy or yeah stewart so in the first what, film? you know that that's that's so. one aspect of it i'm curious is are they trying to establish that deadpool is taking place maybe within that time frame of the younger version yeah maybe but they also they also might just have done that because it's probably a lot cheaper to get McAvoy than (laughs) Patrick Stewart Ian McKellen and and whoever else they they could get but but I mean I don't know It, it it is interesting it's one of the things is it just a laugh or is it does it establish in canon? Yeah. But yeah, so I give this movie one ticket. I'm glad I saw it. I enjoyed it, but I'm not gung ho about it and I'm not worried about seeing it a second time. Um, 
and yeah, it kind of kind of upset me in a couple parts. <laughs> I, I get why they did what they did. I just didn't like it. Um, I'm gonna I'm giving it two tickets, um, and maybe it's because it you know I just saw it today. Uh, who knows if I would have a different uh, reaction after having time to like really uh, sit and think about it. But uh, two tickets, and I think also part of that is. You know, I hands down love the Marvel MCU movies. That I mean, they're, what they're doing is fantastic. But there's something about the X Men, which are essentially they you know they're part of that same universe. But when it comes to the movies, they're not. Yeah. And when it comes to the characters that I associate more with, it's the X Men universe. And so with Deadpool playing in that universe, you know, when he goes to the X Mansion, I'm like, ah, it's the X Men, you know. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think in a way I get more excited about the X Men to a degree than I do about the other ones. Not saying that I don't like the other ones because I do, but there I think it's I you know, the comics that, that we did read or that I read were always the X-Men universe. It was not yeah. necessarily the Captain America or the Iron Man or the Thor universe. Yeah, there's there's that and then the the really popular animated show, X-Men, Uncanny X-Men or whatever, um, was a big show when we were, were when we were kids. I know Spider Man had a cartoon. I watched it a little bit and then I had no idea that there was an Iron Man cartoon until there was you know, Easter egg talks about uh, Tony Stark's phone ring uh, ringtone was the Iron Man theme from the cartoon. I was like, what? And <laughs> it, it was on at the same time. And, you know, I watched a video recently about, they were talking about how the, the cartoons did the original shared universe thing because all the characters at some point did have a crossover. And maybe not in one episode, but like, Sp- I know Spider-Man showed up in X-Men cartoons and I'm sure an X-Men or two showed up in Spider-Man and Iron Man and Spider-Man and what, you know, they all wound up in some, in, in some way, shape or form together, but they all portrayed the same storyline. It wasn't just, let's just throw a character in there. They acknowledged the series and its problems, you know, the, uh, antagonistic issues that they've had. Uh, with with all the other shows, and so, yeah, I had no idea there was an, <laughs> an Iron Man cartoon, um, and you know, I'm sure there was a Captain America one too, and a Hulk, and but yeah, we just really watched X Men. So, so yeah, I, th- um, I think I, I think part of it is you know the that he's so closely tied into the X Men universe that I, you know. I, have, I do get a soft spot. For I him. do get a little more excited for the yeah. X Men. I think than uh, and others. you know we, we were talking about last time with the Infinity War, and we we're kind of wondering um, what they're going to do for Avengers Four because we don't want them to just fix everything. Um, one of my big things uh, that I kind of keep in the back of my head is that. You know, you were mentioning that right now Fox owns the rights to X-Men. Disney owns the rights to everything else, basically. And so that's why they're not in the same movies. 
or they don't address each other, that might change in 2019. <laughs> and so, as long as Comcast doesn't ruin it, yeah. So, you know, there's I'm sure a lot of legal things going on and and whatever. But if that goes through, I almost wonder if they're banking on that, and that's what. Maybe it won't happen in Avengers 4, but like that, whatever they do to fix it will change the universe, so to speak. And then they'll introduce the X-Men characters into their next phase of movies. Well, that, the, people have spe- that's just a theory. Well, people have speculated because they uh, the New Mutants movie that I think was supposed to be out this summer... Was has been pushed back for like it's been pushed back for like a couple years I think. Uh, so I don't and, know if it's a couple. I think it's next year because also uh, Dark Phoenix saga was, pu- was pushed was back. pushed back a year. So uh, uh, all the speculation was like, <gasps> are they pushing it back because of? But so yeah, I don't know. I I did think it was weird that you know they're announcing. I think they've announced they're going to do a Deadpool three, like clearly by that time someone else will own you and or own fox and and those decisions might not be yours but i don't know uh, i don't know how contracts work for these movies like if they if they plan to make it if it's like set in stone and it's a decision made prior to acquisition therefore it's not affected by acquisition yeah, or something i don't, I don't know, know. Uh, any lawyers out there like to comment on this and let us know what uh, what's going on legally? Uh, let us know at cinematicprotastic at gmail.com or leave a comment on our Facebook page. And until next time, we'll see you at the movies. And don't remember to... Don't remember? <laughs> remember to check your ticket stubs. <laughs>